You know what I've heard recently about your uh, dad candy over there is that nicotine is supposedly really good for does something at the cellular level on your brain that supposedly prevents Alzheimer's buddy, or dementia. That's crazy you would say that. So this is this guy, Andrew Huberman, who's like a neuroscientist. He's on Tom right. Segura's podcast. This is, he's talking about nicotine. What's the verdict yeah. on cigarettes? Are they bad for real? That's Tom Smoking talking. cigarettes is bad because it's carcinogenic. Oh. There are about a thousand carcinogens in cigarettes. Vaping is bad Ooh. because of the chemicals that you're inhaling with it. Right. But here's what's crazy. Yeah. Nicotine yeah. is neuroprotective. Neuroprotective. Nicotine is great for us. Not that everyone should take it, but it increases acetylcholine and dopamine and epinephrine, leads to heightened focus, improved memory, and is, can offset neurodegeneration in Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. How about that? Wow. Good morning, students. May I have your attention, please, for this morning's announcements? I uh, see your shirt is untucked. Detention. Your homework is due every single day. That's why it's home. I will be calling your parents. Hey, what's going on here? No running in school. I'm going to tell your coach about I this. I said that's enough, both of you. Out in the hall. Woo! Woo! Welcome. We were having a good discussion earlier. Going back to our, like, 90s high school era music. Bone, 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 bone. Oh, yeah. Bone. Tell me what you're going to do. Well, there ain't nowhere to run. I, I, judgment comes to you. Judgment comes to you. I still don't know what they say. When a group of cats started, yeah. I'm going to miss everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? Like, when you'd be riding to school, like in your beater car in high school, yeah. and you're like, You'd be like, had a group of <laughs> and you kind of look around like, oh, you don't know the words either. Right? And then, well, you couldn't like, you had to actually remember they had the <laughs> lyrics in the CD cover or in the jacket that went in the CD. Yeah, you know what those are called? What? Liner notes. Liner notes. Yep. Now you can just look it up on the internet. Now they play on your phone when your music's playing. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. They have the, uh, like karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. But then you had no idea what they were saying. Right. Yeah. So it's good. You would <laughs> Everybody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Are you crying? No, I look like I'm crying. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, crying. I mean, I was laughing hard. All right, this is episode 19 of Out in the Hall. Welcome, welcome, happy to have you. I'm Rhino. That's the Willie Mammoth. We got this show, and we got one left. One left. I'm gonna take a break for the holidays. Yeah. So first season, we promised you 20 shows, and I mean, we've delivered. Not quite yet. We're close. I can tell you this. The pizza has been delivered to your house. Okay. You're just waiting to go out and get it. It might have slid around a little bit on the front Let's seat. Let's talk about that for a second. You know, a lot of times now with this pizza delivery, I know that you go get your pizza, Bruno. I typically do, yeah. Yeah. But mm. my, my children love Domino's. That's if like we're eating. But if just kids are eating, dude, they're getting Papa John's delivered. And Papa John's good. But one thing that was nice about COVID was they came up with this contactless delivery thing. They just leave it on your front door. Just leave it at your front door. I don't hate it. I don't hate that at all. They send you a text. Hey. Your pizza's out front. Did you ever uh, forget about it? We did one time. No. Raccoons got into it. It's impossible with my children to forget about that. Well, it just like, you know, it took too long. They got, we just fed them something else. Next thing you know, the next morning, there's like just pizza and crust all over my front porch area. Good for those raccoons. They liked it. Yeah. Hey, I love the new thing. It's not new anymore. We're almost done. Last meal. So we've already done breakfast. Yeah. A morning snack. Mm -hmm. Lunch. Mm. Last week, we did a snacker. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for dinner. And believe it or not, there was some forethought into this. We're going to finish the season on dessert. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I feel like there should be an after dinner cordial in there. We're out of episodes. I got it. Maybe we can come back with that. Maybe we can come back with your favorite subject, favorite holiday meal food. I intend to talk about holiday meal food 
on episode 20, which will be our Thanksgiving episode. This episode comes out on November 13th. Okay. So the week of Thanksgiving is the week that- Love Thanksgiving. That, that I can't stand it. I have to say, of all the meals we did- Yeah. Breakfast, snack, lunch, snacker. This was hands down the easiest and hands down my favorite. I love a dinner. I've tried to explain this to my boys. There is a difference between a dinner and getting something to eat. I see that. I'll give you an example, actually. Okay. Last night I was out with the family after a soccer game. I said, let's get something to eat. We went to P.F. Chang's. The stomach was a wreck all day. It's just not good. That's just getting something to eat. Is it tasty when you were eating it? Tasty enough. What do the kids get there? Like chicken tempura or, or like? Like honey glazed chicken or like a. Like a, the mandarin chicken? No, not an orange thing. Oh. It's just like, I don't know. It's gross. Nobody liked it. It took too long. Too expensive. But we just got something to eat. Yeah. If I had said, hey, we're going to go home and shower after this game. Everybody's going to put a collared shirt on. We're going to dinner. We're going to a dinner. Yeah. And I love a dinner. Some of my greatest dinners were when we would go out to Montana for the summer. And my grandfather-in-law loved dinner. Big, big dinner guy. Uh, he big liked, guy. Big guy. He liked to eat late. And I love eating. I like a dinner to take about three hours. From the time you start the grill, you get the cocktails, get the grill going, yeah. get the meat go prepared. You know, mm -hmm. maybe you're in there working on the salad, the baked potatoes go in the oven and you grill it up and there's more wine. So this is so easy for me, the dinner thing. Okay. You want me to start? It seems natural that you should start. I mean, you've, you've hijacked the segment. I pretty much have talked the entire time. Yeah, that's okay. I'm going to get in here eventually. I appreciate that. Thank you. We're at Linda's La Cantina, mm. which is a, a local place here to Orlando. It's an old stalwart of a place. Yeah, delicious. Been around since the 40s. That's the place where you can put where you put the candle on the edge of the uh, table. I told, I told that story a few weeks ago. That's yeah. right. So again, you can eat this meal with no shame, no guilt, no caloric concern, no bloat concern. You just eat it. Just eat it. Appetizer is their crowned onion. You might know it better as the Bloomin' Onion from yes. Outback. Yep. But I want their crowned onion that you dip in the uh, onion sauce. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost got like a horseradishy kind of thing. Going it on. is good. Yeah. Then I'm going to go with a green salad with their mixed dressing. Yeah, which is like a blue cheese and vinaigrette. And the vinegar is so tart and it's cut so nicely by that blue cheese. It must be like a rice vinegar. It is potent. Oh, their bread is so good. So I'm buttering up their bread. Yeah. So good, so soft. I'm pouring salt on that butter, but like a salty butter. Mm-hmm. Then I want at least a two-inch thick ribeye. I want a baked potato with everything except for bacon. They make a two-inch thick ribeye there. You have to like coerce them into doing it, but they'll cut you a thick one. Okay. And then they don't have this there. So this is the only thing I'm bringing with me to this dinner. Yep. Is I want a bottle of Insignia and I want a bottle of Opus One. I want a big, heavy cab with this dinner. Okay. It's going to be delicious. Wow. I'm I went hungry. the exact opposite way. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I love the concept of what you're saying. And trust me, I thought about steak. Do you like a big dinner? I love a big dinner. I love a big dinner. I don't like doing anything after. Right. Yeah. Well, when we were in Nashville a few weeks ago, after we had finished our obligations, we went and had a big dinner. And it's just, it's the did best. We, uh, did we go? We didn't go out after that, did we? We just went back to the... I was full. Went back to the hoodie. Yeah. You and... Well, it was Tim McGraw, so well, I yeah, yeah, you had an easy go in. I, I combined a few restaurants. Okay. okay. So there's a Neapolitan pizza place. I'm a, I'm a big pizza guy. Okay. Love pizza. All right. I mean, 
the Neapolitan pizza place by my house. What's Neapolitan mean? It's like they, you know, it's um kind of you don't know do artisan. You. Shut <laughs> it's like artisan pizza. They're smaller, and then they stick them in those big brick ovens. Okay, you know, and they cook for like a minute. Okay, right? You know, it's like the margarita pizza type thing. A Neapolitan pizza is a style of pizza made with tomatoes and mozzarella cheese. The tomatoes must either be San Marzano tomatoes or Pomodorino. LPN. Yeah. That's all I got about going to the website. San Marzino is what they use at this place. Okay. It's a delicious marinara. So I get a side of marinara for the dip. I bet they de-seed it. Probably. Yeah. I don't see the we seeds. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. So you can dip the crust in there. It has, it's called zero flour crust. It's real thin. No, no, no. It's just something, some, something to do with the flour itself. Okay. It's like a expensive, awesome, clean flour. Okay. And then... They have a, a traditional Coke machine with pellet ice. Oh, pizza and a Coke is good. I'd get that. This is your last meal? Yes. All right. I'd also want a side of 10 hot Hooters chicken wings. Really? Yes. Breaded. Okay. With a bunch of blue cheese. Boneless or bone? No, no boneless is not chicken wing. Right. That's just a, it's just a nugget. Yeah. And then I want a side of Hooters curly fries. And a big pitcher of Miller Lite. All right, we're going pizza. Pizza and wings. And wings. Yeah. And Miller Lite. And if I really had to just round it out. <laughs> As if that's not enough carbs. I would actually have two dozen raw oysters from Shell Oyster Bar. In, in Tallahassee. In Tallahassee. And they the world's best cocktail sauce. I wanted to give a note about Shell Oyster Bar. Oh. So it's a great spot in Tallahassee. It's this little like hole in the wall. Yeah. Oyster place. You definitely introduced me to it and, and our buddies. I think your dad used to go there maybe like when he, he was shucked in school. oysters there when he was in school. When he was in school. So it's been around a while. And they have this lady that works there. And I don't know her She's name. retired. Is she, was she? Okay. So my story is she was there the last time I was there. Yes. So I don't know her name, but she is. She looks like a Thelma. She does. Or an Olga. Mar Maria. Maria. Yeah. She's got, she's kind of got like a dark, a tan hue to her skin. Yeah. So. Dark hair. Yeah. She is very capable at her job, but she is as mean as a snake. You're like, I'm not sure I'm supposed to be here. Are y'all closed? <laughs> Are you trying to make me leave? So I, we went there, you know, whenever we had enough money. We were cheap. in school. It's not cheap. But I went back there recently, a couple years ago with my boys. And she was there. She waited on us. And same thing. She's like, what do you want? You know? And the kids are like, I don't, you know. She's like, guys, there's a kid's I mean, she's mean. She's mean. I saw her last time I was in there. Well, I said to her, I go, I know you don't remember me because I don't look the same. And why would you remember me from 20 years ago in school here? But these are my boys, and I was telling them how about this place is and how nothing's changed, including just how mean you are. Did she laugh? She did. Yeah. She did. Is she, um, she's like, I don't bite. I'm like, I know, but you, she's just a, she curls up like a cobra. She's just a tough broad. She's, a, she's me. Yeah. I was eating at the bar there last time I was there, which I normally do. So if I go in town for work, I'll go try to grab lunch there by myself, sit at the bar. Bill's been shucking oysters there forever. We chat about Florida State, you know, athletics, they're in tune, you know, all the coaches come in there and, you know, it's a small place. So here's everybody talk. And uh, she came out from like the back and she wasn't working. I'm like, hey. She remember you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, hey, Maria. Yeah. And sh she sits down next to me, just happy as a clam, just chatting it up. First time I've ever seen her smile. I didn't think she was capable. Yeah. A really, a, a quite a great place. Great place. Yeah. That's a great last meal, man. I get it. It's like kind of like going to Victoria's. Over in Longwood here. I've actually never been there. Right. Good. It's pizza, oysters, and wings. That's the combo. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I love that.
give that a whirl sometime. Great combo. Let's do that next time you're in town. Okay. All right. Well, can I pass a note from Hank? Hank. Where's Hank from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. Interesting note here. Oh. Hi, Hank from Cincinnati, Ohio here. As a Midwesterner my whole life, I've always enjoyed the seasons. Sure, it's freezing here in January through March, but we have a great late spring, summer, and a long fall. You guys are in Florida. How the heck do you put up with that oppressive heat 11 months out of the year? It's probably 10 months out of the year. Well, it's an interesting question. And I pulled it because I thought we could talk about this. So where your home is, is about two and a half hours north of me, right? Jacksonville, just south of- about two hours, yeah. Two hours. You guys have at least 10 days on either side of better weather. It might be- 15 to 20, honestly. On either side? Yeah. So you think you have a full month of better weather than we do? I think we have over a better a month. That's a big uh, difference. Well, also to Orlando is it's landlocked. So you're not right. it's not as breezy. There's no breeze. Yeah. So when there is a nice coastal breeze, you know, we're half mile from the beach at our house, maybe not even that. We get a nice it's you know, it's breezy, the trees are moving, mm-hmm. the moss is moving. It's it feels good. It's hot here. You've We've had a nice fall so far, I'll say that. No offense to you, Hank, or the great city of Cincinnati. I couldn't do, it's that January to, to, to March, like you talked about. That's just it's brutal. It's gray. Ugh. No, thank you. I mean, I'm sure it's a great town. Right. It's just, that's why they all have basements. They all are yeah, pasty white. Yeah, because they don't go outside. You can't go outside. They're all mean. When I went to school my freshman year up in Michigan. I, I, I take that back. I don't, know. They're, I don't know if they're all mean. They're actually all very nice. I was thinking that like if you didn't get enough sun exposure- then you didn't have that like that vitamin D production. You took the story right out of, my, out of my mouth because when I went to school in Michigan, my freshman year, I was not used to how gray it was. And two things that I want to point out. Number one, I did not understand the concept of there are times of the year where you only go outside to go in somewhere else. Like you don't just go outside. Yeah. And I actually, a bit of a janitor's closet story myself, I actually would go to a tanning bed mm. to get vitamin D because my body like needed it. What do you wear in the tanning bed? Oh, a sock. No. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, one of the, like a, like a toddler sock? No, we're like, <laughs> you ever seen those baby newborn booties? <laughs> no, I wear a, uh, just like underwear, whatever underwear I had on. Okay. Yeah. You take the thing for your eyes and put it over <laughs> <laughs> Cover the plums no, with I, your. I, I, grab, little, I, I little, grab. I grab like a washcloth. Oh, okay. And just put it over. Then your butt gets burned. I know. I like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's funny. Well, for my trips to the nude beach, it makes it not as painful the next day. Right. Well, that's that's fair. All right. I got a little something here from the janitor's closet. This might be a little look into a culture with which we are not familiar, but I thought it was interesting to read nonetheless. Where are they from? This person is from Lancaster. Pennsylvania. Do you want to guess what culture they're from? That sounds like the Mennonite culture. These are Am- these are Amish folks. Amish. I think Amish and Mennonite are kind of the same. Similar. I think Mennonite is Amish light, or yeah. Amish is Mennonite light. Yeah. I don't know. So this is Ishmael from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He says, "I grew up Amish, and you guys may have seen Kingpin or other movies where the Amish adolescents are able to participate in rumspringa. Do you know what that is?" No. Okay. I'm going to explain it and then kind of jump back into the email here. Rumspring. Well, he says it. Okay. Rumspringa. This allows 16 year old Amish teens to have a period of time where they don't have to appear adhere to the rules of the culture. 
This lasts until the person decides to be baptized. Many Amish adhere to the rules, even though they don't have to. I'd say about half and half. I was on the bad half. (laughs) I think there was a show on TLC or something like that called Becoming Amish. And it would actually, this is all coming back to me now. It would document some of these kids in that year period. And they're just like, they're just partying. Yeah. So what I found interesting about this and no shot at you, Ishmael, this is his story. And like, I don't know that it's like crazy, but this is what he says. He says, I was on the bad bad half and and subsequently never went back to the culture. When I was 16, I absolutely let it rip. I was a menace to all. One of my favorite things to do was to steal grain and crack corn from my father's grain bin, load it in a bag, and I'd go to town where I would spread it out in people's front yards, but only if they had a power line above their driveway. This way, birds would come and eat that corn and grain, sit on the power line, and poop on their cars in the driveway all day. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. There was a lot worse. Pretty things. wild. Pretty wild. <laughs> Crazy Ishmael. There's old bird pooping Ishmael. Uh, it looks like he's got Munson. There was a lot worse things I did, but you guys run a clean show, so I kept it there. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Ishmael from Lancaster, PA. That's a pretty good prank. Not bad, especially for a 16-year-old. Yeah. I mean, that's nobody, a good got, nobody got hurt. 16, yeah. You know, you weren't like egging houses. And really, that's just a car wash fix. Yeah. But I mean, if you dumped a bunch, they'd, those birds would be out there for like a week. And you would have a clue. Just ruining their car. Just, I mean, just you come out every morning, it's just covered. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. If you've got a great story for the janitor's closet about getting kicked out of class or a funny story, school or of your, of your youth. Youths. R- write it in. Why don't you tell me your show and share? Body parts. Here we go. There are seven body parts in the human body. Well, there, there may be more, but I'm going I'm to list there, out. There seven. are more than seven body parts. You didn't let me finish. Oh, sorry. That are absolutely useless. Okay. And or are in current stage of evolving out of our bodies. Okay. Okay. Can you guess any of them? The appendix. Okay. That was number one. Good job. Hair? Nope. It's not really a body part. Nope. The tailbone. The uh, coccyx. Okay. Just a remnant from, I guess, when uh, we had tails. Okay. It's slowly disappearing. I'm saying, okay, like I'm going on with your story. I don't necessarily believe that we came from monkeys and lizards and all that. You can. I'm just going okay with your story. I mean, I don't I don't believe anything. I'm just. You're just telling me what the story said. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I believe well, whatever, you the, just si- tell me the science. whatever the science says. That's all. They are not connected to the spine. There are three to five vertebrae down there that serve no purpose. Okay. They are remnants of a. Time forgotten. Wisdom teeth. You knew that. Yeah. And we chatted about that a little bit, or I don't know if we did, but that's why you used to have wisdom teeth come in as you aged because you were generally eating something rougher, not as clean and cooked, and you didn't ever brush your teeth when you were evolving. So their body knew that you would your molars would eventually decay and you'd get new teeth. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You can not believe that one too. I don't. Um, External ear orienting system so like these this entire lobe and yeah your ear basically what i would say your ear well is. apparently there are muscles around your ear that from our ancestors would be used to like turn your ear a certain way mm. to be able to capture something sure and we don't need those anymore right so they're useless and they're evolving out okay goosebump muscles was there a, any reasoning for goosebumps human ancestors were much furrier okay. than us 
and sometimes needed to fluff up their hair for warmth or to look bigger and or more fearsome. Huh. So they had tiny muscles attached to their hair follicles that would shift each hair into the vertical position. Hmm. Kind of like a porcupine. Something like that, yeah. When you get chilly, scared, or excited. Okay. The third eyelid. I thought we only had two. Right. But if you'll notice, like, for example, a cat still has a membrane over their eye that they can, it's like protects their eye, even though it's open. Yeah. Okay. And we do have a third eyelid, but it's, it's just some tiny vestigial remnants in the inner corners of our eye. It's a bit of eye tissue that is inside the eye that's fleshy and pink, like, okay. a, like an eye bump. All right. The palmaris longus muscle, this is a muscle in your wrist right okay. here. Is that the muscle you would have used to like chuck a spear back in the day? I don't know why, but there's like half the population still has theirs and half the population doesn't. Really? Yeah. So it's like we're actually witnessing it going away. We're in that stage. You can tell whether- I've been thinking about that a lot. Well, I mean, now you might. All right. It is useful as a donor tendon for plastic surgery as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I could, that's like an extra Lego on the thing. Yeah. Like you don't a, need it, you don't but- need it. Got an extra one here. Very interesting. Thank you for your show and share. Yeah. Very interesting. I tried to get back to my roots on the show and share. Really good. Thank you. Not your funniest show it's and share. It's not funny. But it's interesting. Yeah. So mine's not funny, but I found it interesting. So I'm not suggesting that anyone here is out of tune that there are wars going on in the world right now. And so, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's the U.S.'s place in this and this and that. And actually, I went down a rabbit hole on the United States military. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read you a little report that I wrote about what I know about the United States military. That you wrote? Well, I just gathered the facts. So this is a book report? Yeah. Interesting. According to reports, did you know that there is not a single person in the Pentagon that knows how big the United States military is? What I mean by that is there's not one person that knows the answer. It's all compartmentalized. Correct. Okay. This is to keep one person from being turned against the government and becoming a spy. They don't entrust any one person with all of this information. What is known collectively is that there are hundreds and hundreds of U.S. military bases across the world, including in the former Soviet Union, in places like Estonia and Latvia, hundreds in the Middle East to keep an eye on Iran, hundreds in, in Japan, hundreds to keep an eye on the Far East, and hundreds in Africa to monitor things there, and hundreds all over Europe. Hundreds. Think about that. Hundreds. The U.S. military is the largest and most powerful organization in the history of the world. Every EU, European Union, president knows that the U.S. military can replace them in an instant if they choose not to follow Washington's orders. This is uh, Washington, D.C., not George Washington. You that makes it. sense. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. That'd be nuts. Like, we haven't heard a thing from this guy in <laughs> years. I mean, it's been... Ugh. George, are you there? It's, I mean, it's been... <laughs> that was a bit of an opinion piece that you threw in there that they knew that we could replace. I mean, we could replace anybody. No, I, I mean, that actually was a direct quote. Every EU president knows that the military can replace them in an instant if they choose not to follow Washington's orders. No matter where you live in the world, even if you are hiding in a bunker in your own country, you can be destroyed with the push of a button. So why do we mobilize our military in times of war? Why do we mobilize our military? Yeah, like this begged the question that I 
that I am asking you, I asked myself, so I dug further, I have the answer. What I mean is like, you hear like, oh, they're moving destroyer ships off the coast of Ghana. I just made that up. To be closer, drones and or air support do have range. And not all those bases you talked about, in fact, most of them are not air bases. Okay, so that's not entirely wrong. It's not a crazy guess. The real reason is there are some of these bases that you can only reveal their location one time. Okay, and so before we gave up the location of that asset, it would be easier to move six ships over there. And I'm just making up six ships, six ships to the coast of Ghana, in my example, than it would be to reveal where a base was even closer. Makes sense. Pretty wild. Seems a little unnecessary. It's okay. You Sounds know, like a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Gosh. The military industrial complex is a That's, lot of money. I think we spend more money on military than our next, the next 25 countries in I, the world. I believe it. Combined. The, having the bases all around, even though you're not going to use it, reminded me of when I was a young lad. Yeah. And my mom would put the wooden spoon in her purse for the car ride. Mm-hmm. We knew it was in there. We weren't sure where it was. Did she ever use it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it was there just in case. I wish I was around for that. I would like to see Patty get upset. Oh, I could do it. Yeah. Been pressing buttons for a long, long time. I know. I know. He said that was good to see her. Oh, yeah. That was nice. Hey, so real quick before we move into two truths and a lie, we talked about this last week. Have you seen this? Did you go to Larry Fleet's Instagram and see that ring that John and Highland Diamond did for him? The yes. signet ring. Isn't that cool? Very cool. So he's doing those for people. That's very cool. And then I mentioned Heather McMahon, a brilliant comedian. The hoops. That she got the, yeah, he did her hoops. So this guy's like, yeah. John's doing stuff. Uh, and Christmas me. is, I got news for you, six weeks away. So call up there at 404-228-0000 or highlanddiamond.com. Mention out in the hall, this guy, I mean, he's going to dial you in. I got to go see him. That Christmas or Hanukkah right around the corner thing is kind of goes into my, what have I been up to lately? Oh, well, what have you been up to lately? Telling my kids that they cannot have an electric bike. Why? Pedal. But that's fun. Pedal. It's so fun. They go fast and they're lazy. Yeah, but it's so fun to go fast. I'll buy them. You know what? I'll buy them for them. No, you will not. It, these, oh, I will. These electric bikes. In fact, I'm going to start a GoFundMe on our social media these like, for your kids mm -mm. to get electric bikes. These like 12-year-old kids, 10-year-old kids that have these electric bikes that just cruise around the neighborhood don't use their like leg a, muscles like a gang. anymore, ever. And it's kind of like my kids are sort of getting excluded from that crowd Ugh. because they don't have the electric bike. They're trying to keep, keep off. Wait, slow down. They're back there trying to pedal. They can't go fast. Yeah. Can't go that fast. I kind of like it. Oh, uh, I'm going to get them for them. No, they're expensive. I'm going to do a GoFundMe. They're really expensive. Our listeners would love to irritate you by buying your kids e-bikes. I will not give it to them. I you will. Know, my kids are still kind of of the, of the ilk of the mindset that Santa doesn't know right. what I allow and don't allow. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, it's fine. It's fine. You know what we had one year? What? Even last year. Santa brought something that we specifically didn't allow. And, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It wasn't great. And it's been a wreck ever since. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I'm just saying. Santa, we, Santa, we don't allow, like, you know, like, like video game, like proper, like yeah. Xbox and stuff. And Santa brought an Xbox last year. And it was. Did, have, you, did you have a talk with Santa? We both have talked to Santa. And 
are not happy with what he did. Man. Yeah, that's a hard one to undo. Yeah, that is. You can't undo it. <laughs> you can't. Which of you on these short shooter games? Not a fan of the first-person shooter game. Yeah. Actually, at all. And I'll tell you the reason why. For me. Well, and probably for you. We don't have them. Yeah, we don't have we them. We have sports. And, we, we do uh, a like lot of sports. Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like them because, as you well know and participate often with us, we're in the woods quite a bit. We're around real firearms. And it's kind of like, all right, you can play video games or we can really go hunting. You guys can pick. Actually, you can't pick. This is what we're doing. Right. And it's just, I feel like there's some desensitization. Is that, the, is that a word? That sounds right. Desensi desensitization. desensitization. They become desensitive to, they become desensed, incensed. They're not sensitive. Not incensed. <laughs> incensed, I think, is either upset oh and or when you spread a lot of incense around. <laughs> <laughs> you ever go to a store, it's very incensed. <laughs> My wedding was very incensed. Yes. Your old apartment used to be very incensed. Well, it smells like uh, Nog Chapa. <laughs> what is that? You don't know what Nog Chapa is? No. You ever have a friend that maybe has gone to like a head shop and then he comes to your house and you can smell that on him? Yeah. That's Nog Chapa. Well. Yeah. That was. My, it's a was... very popular type of incense. Anyway, first, in my opinion, first person shooter games allow you to become desensitize the concept of killing things yes people people i just i don't like it we don't have them yeah we i don't we, we don't. have looked at that um halo i think i think that's a, the one where they're killing aliens i don't like them standing behind a gun yeah when i was growing up we had contra you know so you could like you know on the nintendo up up left right left right a b select start 100 mm -hmm. lives yeah and then you get the and then you're also your gun get just oh yeah you got to get all the you got to get all the guns yeah well, anyways, no electric bikes. Contra, dude. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the helicopter? <laughs> and then the spread. I wonder, how they made, I wonder how they made this music. On some sort of synthesizer. Like a keytar? Probably. Oh, man, what a game. Wow. What a game. That was a great game. God, that was a great. Okay, they so still the have Zelda. So the difference, between, the difference between Contra and the first-person shooter games now is Contra, you're at least watching the yeah, guys you're not move. standing behind you're not it. Stand, I don't like the standing behind. Yeah, I don't like that. Sounds like you're splitting hairs, but I get it. You know what this is? Is that Zelda? Yeah. Yeah. Everything was like 8-bit. This is fun. It sounds like this song could be on um, like Karate Kid. Let's see if you can get this one. Oh, come, oh, come on. on. Dude, was there a better sound to hear? Like you go to your buddy's house and their mom's like, Hey, Matt, welcome in. The boys are in the living room when you hear this. And you're like, oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yep. Normally over the summer, we would have like a time during the day where we could go play video games because it was so hot. Right. Outside. So right, the parents right. like, okay, you can come in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We got any other good ones here? What have you been up to lately? Oh, we didn't do that for me. Okay. All right. So, again, never intended to offend. I don't 
get tattoo culture. Okay. And I'm not talking about like the guy that was in the military. I'm not even talking about the frat tats. Your frat tat. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking. Okay. So this morning I was at the bank earlier. You're talking about like a sleeve or like up your neck or your throat. Yes. So I am, I'm in the bank this morning. I'm sitting in the office or in the lobby and I see this younger girl. She's 24 ish, 25. What are you doing in a bank lobby sitting there? Banking. What do you do in a bank lobby that you cannot do either remotely or via the... I had to get something notarized. Okay, fair. Yep. I don't have a notary at the office, so I had to... That's not banking. I was in the bank. You can go to um, the UPS store for that. I could. That means I have to go to the UPS store, or I could just whip into the bank, which was where I was. Okay. But this girl is walking. It's a very nice part of town. This girl's walking down the sidewalk, and she caught my attention. Beautiful. Heidi? I mean, wasn't Heidi from Keels, but... She's lovely. You seem to be running into a lot of attractive women. This was Molly. Oh, it's a wholesome. She was beautiful. Yeah. 23 to 25. Beautiful. And I took note. Well, I could only see her face as she got closer and closer and closer. She's wearing like workout shorts and a short sleeve shirt. Mm -hmm. From her ankles to her bottom of her shorts on both legs, front and back, and covered in tattoos, covered in tattoos, and both arms up to her, to where I could see her sleeve, both arms, not like a sleeve where you can't see it, covered in tattoos. What about her face and her neck no, and her throat? I didn't, no, she didn't have that. And I just thought to myself, like, what am I not getting about this? Like, I get that, like, it that's probably seems like a good idea. At the time, she was so pretty. What am I missing? Do you know anything about that culture? What I think you're missing okay. is that whatever reason people do things for, whatever they are, that's their reason and not for me to wonder about or understand. Well, you'll never understand. I think you're right. I think I will never understand. Right. But they have very specific reasons. To some extent, agree on universal beauty. Like, there's a reason that Cindy Crawford at the time was the most beautiful woman in the world. There's a reason that Heidi Klum, there's a reason that Giselle, there's a reason that universally 95% of people can be like, wow, that is, that is a beautiful Brad Pitt, well, David Beckham. I, like, I, I'll, I think, I'll, I'll, I think that these although he's are, covered in tattoos too. I think these are concepts that we've evolved with, okay? That the best looking people, They have the best features. Nothing's too pronounced. Their nose isn't giant. They don't have a protruding forehead. Their hair looks... What I'm saying is that looks like the most attractive mate for us. So from an evolutionary standpoint, we find that attractive. Okay. I find it attractive not from an evolutionary standpoint, from... That's a beautiful thing. I understand. For example, there are certain vehicles... I understand what you're saying, but there's a reason why you feel that way. And the reason is because your brain is telling you that that person is attractive and you want to reproduce with that person. Here's why I disagree with you on that. I can sit here right today and tell you without question that Tom Brady is extremely attractive. I'm not attracted to him whatsoever. So, yeah, so then, you, what you recognize in as attractiveness in him is a, either a superiority that he has in his genes or a formidable opponent. That is the root of that feeling. 
you look at him and say, either, boy, that guy's got it going together. He's a really good looking guy. He's, you know, and it also helped that he was also with somebody for an extended period of time that we also considered a female extremely attractive. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Okay. And I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but I know there's people that you and I know and may not even know their spouse or their partner. And we could be like, that's a good looking dude. Yeah, they have attractive features. They Okay, so just stay there. I, yep. the, I get my point in saying that is this particular girl, Molly. Yeah. Like she was so pretty. She had very attractive features, nice hair. She's beautiful. And she wasn't even dolled up. She was in workout clothes. Yeah. But why mar your body with these permanent designs? To some people, it might not look like marring. Okay, I go back to what I said. I don't get tattoo culture. Would it be something that you made illegal if you were? Uh... No. Okay. So you got a little bit of libertarian streak in you. Kind of live like, okay, that's fine for her. If that's what she wants to do, I'm not saying it's wrong or should be wrong. All I'm saying is, why? Yeah, it's a lot. I know for me, I don't have any tattoos, and that's just because tattoos. The, <laughs> on, the only reason I don't is because what I like and what I want changes so much that I would get something that I was really into stuck on my body and then like six months later be just over it. But now it's stuck. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, you asked what I've been up to lately? That was it. And I, that was this morning and I'm going, this is. Molly, that's a great name. That's a great girl name. That's a great name. Great movie. Molly's Game. You ever see that? With Jessica Chastain. Whew, man. She's on my, she's on my list. Buddy, okay. That would be someone who is universally attractive. <sighs> that's a great movie too. Great story. Real. Yeah. Yeah, a true story. All right, so two truths and a lie. This is fun. Okay. There is a lot of misdirection in this one. Okay. Because I'm tired of you figuring it out. Okay. Okay. I've met Garth Brooks. I've been in a music video on CMT, and I've been interviewed on GAC. I don't think you've been in a music video on CMT. I've been in a music video on I, on I, I know, with, with the Bronco? Is that the one? No. Oh. No. Oh, gosh. I remember it. You were playing drums. Nope. What were you doing? I was drinking a beer, but it was, uh, it was in the real life video. Shot it in Nashville. Kevin Harvick, actually, was in it, too. It's in okay. the back of a truck drinking All right, hold beer. On, hold on. Okay, so now I'm down to two. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you've been interviewed on GAC. I have been interviewed on GAC. So you've never met Garth Brooks? I've never met Garth Brooks. Gosh. Yeah. I took some time on that one. I've been making that one for a while. Okay, that makes sense. All right, you ready for mine? Yeah. My middle name was changed. On my birth certificate when I was six months old. What was it before? Just, <laughs> don't, you can't ask questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I've never had a cavity. Ooh, dad's a dentist. I, I know faked, your dad's a dentist and really noncommittal on names. I faked an eye exam in sixth grade and failed it so I could get glasses because I thought they looked cool. Well... You're a junior, so... I'm not a junior. You're not a junior? No, I have a junior. You're not a junior? No. How could I have a junior if I was a junior? I thought you didn't you know have how juniors third. worked. You just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just... No. I thought you were like, could I get a junior bacon cheese and a third bacon cheese? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, all right, hold on. What was the third thing? That I faked an eye exam. I don't think you faked an eye exam to get glasses because you thought they were cool. 100% did. Did you really? 
Oh, yeah. Start walking and stuff. You just can't see anything. I played it up for months. It's like you got, you feel like you got out of the pool after swimming for Because there hour. was a guy, I was so girl motivated. Still am. Yeah. But there was a guy in middle school, a kid that all the girls thought was good looking when he got his glasses. So you're like, I, I better get this. Guess we fix glasses. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. You've had a cavity. Never had a cavity. So your middle name was not changed. Nope. I guess I probably should have gone with that. You know what I like is that we both just process of elimination <laughs> the heck out of that. <laughs> All right, what kind of per- uh, my my brother's middle name was changed when he was young. Really? Yeah. He was Jeffrey I believe Daniel and now he's Jeffrey Jordan. Hmm. After Isaac M Jordan? Probably after the the River Jordan. Okay. Be my guess. Hmm, interesting. What kind of person are you? Can you stop rubbing your beard on your microphone? I can hear it, and it's grossing me out. So we need to scratch it. Scratch it. I didn't have much grooming today on this thing. Okay. What kind of person are you? All right. You're at Starbucks, and you see a person of a different race, just not your race. Okay? Okay. They're at the counter, and their card gets declined. It's becoming a thing. The manager is now involved. And it becomes clear that the manager is being a jerk. Do you step in and pay for the guy or do you just let them sort it out? What did they get? Irrelevant. Is it a, like an order for their entire office or is it just for them? It's a Danish, a Danish. Okay. I it's def- a Danish I, and it's I, a, a cup of coffee. I definitely pay for it. Follow-up question. Yeah. Do you apologize on behalf of the Starbucks staff? No. Not even like, hey man, I'm sorry that happened? No. Just like, I got it. Yeah. Mainly because I just want it to be over so I can get my stuff. Sure. I would definitely step in too. Yeah. I would love to. And I do think that I do have a a servant's heart as well. A giving heart. See, that situation is so different for me than like the roadside person asking for money. Like, even if this was a scam, I don't know why it's different. Maybe because it's in the AC. I'm probably in a better mood. Mm -hmm. But I would absolutely step in. And I've had something like that happen before, but I, I'm not going to tolerate someone in like this perceived no. position of power as the manager of a restaurant to be rude to someone. It's like, I mean, it's a mistake. Hey, I got news for you. I've had my card declined before. Sure. And I've had a card declined multiple times, sometimes because there wasn't any money available and other times because yeah, the wrong card or I was just you, an idiot. Yeah. You just, yeah, I was, I was traveling. Didn't tell him I was traveling. Yep. You know, locks up. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I get so, it. Okay. You're a benefit of the doubt guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to help. And part of it is what you said too. Like, all right, let's, I, I got to get to the office. Yeah. Let's get yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let me ask you a question. Here. Sure. You're on the road a lot. Hmm. I drive a bunch. Yeah. You, drive yeah a bunch? I, you know, I am on the road a lot. You're on yeah. the road a lot. I mean, let's own it. You're on yeah. the road a lot. I'm on the road a lot. Yeah. What's the logo used by Mack trucks? You probably will pass 20 of them today. I don't know. It's a bulldog. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the Mack truck, do they have a bulldog on the like hood ornament? Yes. Okay. It makes sense, but I'm not ever really looking up at the hood ornament. True. There's probably one like on the side, like on you know, like in the corner of the door. I'll or look something. today. Yeah. Make let, sure I turn on the lane let, assist first. Let me know. Okay. Let me know. I'll let you know. Yeah. How many miles of veins are in the human body? Five miles of veins. Five? No. 
60,000 miles. 60,000 miles of veins are in the human body? In the human body. 60,000 miles of veins are in the human body. That's correct. Most of these are little tiny capillaries okay. that carry blood between the veins and arteries. I just struggle to find the space for 60,000 miles. I understand. This, this came from the British Cardiac Society. Okay. Seems like a pretty reputable shop. I'm not. 60,000. I mean, 60,000. Think about it. I mean, obviously they're so. So teeny. But it still has to add up to 60,000. Length. Yes. Miles long. I actually thought it was feet. And I, when I first read it, thought that was impressive. I would believe that, I guess. 60,000. You know, there's some things like with numbers that are just like mind boggling. I think I said this a couple weeks ago or like several weeks ago. The difference between a million and a billion. Oh yeah. Right. Like a million seconds is like 12 days, but a billion seconds is 31 years. Things math, the math, that math is math. Let's say the concept of outer space just keeps going. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't know how a DVD works when you put it in the player, much less how, like, I can't even. You still have DVDs? Yeah, we got some. I don't know where the player is. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so, the well, same is true with all that stuff. Right. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't how, know how a record works. Tiny little SD card that we have on our audio board here. No idea. Hold all this data and information and is able to regurgitate it in exactly the way that it was recorded. I have no, I have, I have, I have no idea. Oh. Um, would you rather be 11 feet tall or nine inches tall? I'd rather be 11 feet tall. I feel like you could do more. I feel like you could do a ton. And you don't run the risk of getting stepped on. What if you're nine inches tall, but you're in like one of those big, like a robot bodies? Oh. You, you know what I'm talking about? That's not allowed for in the question. That's just... like a men in black. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. It opens a thing and the little dude comes out. The little dude out. just comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be 11 feet tall. For this? Is we about to get jiggy with it? No. We're about to get back to the men in black. Oh. Is getting jiggy with it from that record? This clap. Oh, yeah. I love that double clap. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Man, Will Smith is pretty talented, dude. Uh, yeah. Will Smith's been in the news lately. Unique guy. Eight years or seven years, he's been... They've been separated. Separated, but they yeah. still go to all stuff together. He said they're knocking Chris Rock out. Yeah, for a wife that he's not even married to. Bro, like, why would you ruin your career for that? I don't think you ruined it. He lost his uh, Academy membership, whatever that is, the Academy of the Academies. Well, I think that happens when you assault somebody at the Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough to give him a guy. He won an award that year, though. Yeah. He won it for King Richard. Which is a great flick. It's a great movie. Oh. He wins it, and then he slaps Chris Rock, Man. and then they take it away. He loses his membership for 10 years. Whatever, that guy's probably got so much money, it's unbelievable. Would you rather kiss Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, or Chris Evans? I don't know who Chris Pine is, so I'm going to say that. I know who the others are. Chris Pine is... uh, Don't tell me. I'm just saying yes. (laughs) I I don't know who he is. (laughs) Don't. Another good-looking guy. Nope. All those guys are really good-looking. I don't know who he is, so 
I'm just going with that. Yeah, the others, I I know who they are. <laughs> okay. You know, Chris Pratt is in that Gardens of the Galaxy movie. Multiple. Yeah. He's and, also in the Avengers and stuff like that. I mean. The Gardens of the Galaxy, the music in those movies is unbelievable. Oh, well, his, his soundtrack tape that he got from his mom. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> is really good. Remember this one? Boom. When he's walking through and he's like kicking the aliens. It's the opening scene. Hey, I'm going to know what, like, what do out in the hall listeners think about, like, getting a little music in here? Do they hate it? Do they love it? I hope it's legal. <laughs> so do I. I have no idea. Sam will let us know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Half your show's gone. You can't play music. Nah, we're going to put it in there and make them send us cease and desist letters. We'll cease. Yeah. And desist. And desist. So if you want to check out our full episodes and video that is on video. That's on YouTube mm -hmm. out in the hall pod. You can go to Instagram at out in the hall pod and send us a letter. We got one more episode. Okay. So you got one more episode. If you want to get your letter read, I do have some and they're great. Thank you. But, if but we get, we're looking for better. We're looking for better. We got some, we got some good ones stashed away. And then obviously it's like, like let's, that, it's like that last three months before you're married. You're like, you know, I, I got something pretty good, but looking for a little better. Looking for a little better. Yeah. I'm not sure I get that reference <laughs> at, at all, actually. Like, not even really. Like, I don't get it. But that's okay. Yeah. Just, you know, I'm saying you're like, do I really want to do I'm sure that, I'm sure that my current wife was doing the exact same thing. Do oh, I, really, I see. Do I really want to do this? Is really, is this, is this is, we have the place reserved. Yep. This is great. But it's not bad. It's, but it, it, it's kind of an expensive cancellation policy. But if it's a lot better than going through with it, if it doesn't, yeah. If, if it doesn't work out. Right. And then, yeah, janitor's closet. So let's get like, let's get like another really good janitor's closet. Okay. I think that's all I got for today, pal. I love you. Love you. Come out with this. We'll let Redbone take you out. That's what it looks like when you've got way too much time on your hands. Jeez. Producer Sam here. It is not easy reeling in these two knuckleheads. But before we go, I wanted to remind you to hit that follow button to make sure you don't miss an episode of Out in the Hall with Rhino and the Willy Mammoth. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review and let us know what you like and what you like to hear more of. New episodes dropping every Monday. You don't want to miss it. See you next week.